Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the RMT Women's Podcast. This is episode 108. It's just me and Amy this week. Apologies about the not being a podcast last week. Obviously, there was the game on Wednesday and then just schedules and clashes and stuff like that. We couldn't get a chance to film, but we're back this week. Um, a number of different topics to discuss on today's episode. Um, we'll start off nice and light before we get into the, the chatty ones. Obviously, Liverpool women played Sheffield United on Sunday in the league, and we came out victorious, a 1-0 win, thanks to Rinzola Babajidi's stunning goal. Absolutely oh, yeah. stunning. Like, I'm so happy I could I could see that in real time because I th- it it was it was just one of those goals that like I'll, I feel like I'll just stick with me for like the entire season that I feel yeah. like could potentially even though there's still like seven months left of the season could be like the goal of the season for Liverpool women just because of how how amazing just the build up what she did in the moment was just unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like she almost did the same like a couple of minutes earlier as well or at some point she did the same but it's like we see it every single week and it's it's funny that defenders don't realize that that's what they're gonna like come up against and don't like prepare for it as 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 well as you'd think maybe they do and she's just too quick let's go with that Um, yeah it's just like it's the twisting and turning and like the humility for go from like so slow like 100 miles an hour is just crazy and the footwork is unbelievable she must work super hard on that um but yeah it's up there with definitely one of the goals of the season but we've seen her do it loads of times like season after season she's done that same thing um and uh it's it's she's just a, a total asset to our to our squad and ultimately she was the difference so what, yeah. what more can you say and obviously um you know we started that game really well you could see Obviously, we scored within like the fourth or fifth minute. I don't know; might have been a little bit later. Um, but like we could, we were able to keep that tempo for at least the first half an hour of the game. Mm-hmm. I remember saying to like a couple of people, like a couple of us discussing around it, we're just like it's so, it's so refreshing because obviously the Man City game was, it it, it wasn't as imp- as important as the Sheffield game that was coming up on Sunday. So you could see that obviously there was a change in in team and and tactics and stuff like that, but like I don't know it was like it was, I don't know what was said to the players beforehand 
but I think mm. just I think it was just their mentality altogether to obviously we we lost against Leicester we then drew against Lewis it was you know it was we needed a win and also mm. just my lights just go off then oh my god yeah like, I don't know what's just happened but oh the, fu- the fuse is gone no they're still on but they've just dimmed anyway I think just yeah just the whole tempo of of our team I think particularly in that first half was just it was just amazing just the hunger desire what the you know we could have had two or three more goals in that first half mm-hmm. of that life yeah for sure I think the 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 one player that I thought from like the the get-go that sort of installed that sort of intensity I think was Mel Lawley I yeah. think literally from the second that the game kicked off she was pressing running super hard um and sort of like making things happen uh bringing the ball up from deep and literally running at their defense constantly so I think she's a massive um reason as to why we were able to capitalize on so early and something that I feel like we don't actually really do is we were playing super direct super down the middle we weren't actually using like flanks as much as as we do on other times usually we rely on Mel Orley out wide and rinse out wide to sort of draw the ball into the corners and then either turn and get a shot off or, or cross it in but we were super super direct and that kind of worked into our favor because I don't think Sheffield were necessarily expecting that I think they were expecting us to stretch the play really wide so it was it was interesting to see that sort of change in tactic and I think it caught them out a little bit. Yeah. But I think something that did shock me a little bit was obviously Sheffield are, were top of the table and, and were doing really well against loads of teams. I know they lost to, to Durham the other week. I think that might have been in the cup, but in the league they've been they've been really consistent. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know whether it was an off day for them, but I just thought we looked the better team for the majority of of the whole game and when you come up against the top of the table you probably nine times out of ten expect um them to get a, a few more shots off than they did obviously there was a couple of, a couple of close calls and laws had to get involved yeah but apart from that I thought I thought we were we were really progressive and and were just overall the better team and I think on this occasion the better team definitely definitely did win yeah the, the Sheffield did have a, have a really decent spell in the um, second half I think for a good 20, 25 minutes, they did put us under pressure. Um, that was bound to happen. You know, it's hard to keep consistency levels throughout the full 90 minutes. You knew, you know, it was going to happen. But I was really impressed with, with like the substitutes that that we made that were made for us. I think obviously Jess Clark came on. She added a bit, a bit of pace up front. Moore um, came on. She she played really well. Um, the the others came on for that. She played really well as well. Yeah. I think, I think it was nice. The thing with Hodgson, she went off for Bailey in the just like a, two or three minutes before half time, and it was in my head. I was thinking, she slotted into um like right right wing, right midfield sort of, and I was thinking, oh maybe she's just gone there for now. Obviously, be a change of, but she sort of stayed there, and Mel Lawley sort of got to play like the ten role for for yeah. a lot of the game, which. I, I felt like suited here as well. Obviously, Rachel Fairness plays that position so well that like you kind of don't think of anyone else playing in that role. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying before about Mel Lawley, she was she just looked really at home in that game for me. Like she didn't look she didn't look nervous. I don't think she's a nervous player anyway. But she just I don't know. It was just something about her in that game that she just really something just she's more aggressive. Yeah, like she's she more just, aggressive. Like. 
I feel like we've 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 seen a different Mal Lawley as a player this season to them what we saw last season. I think last season it was almost like she was a bit bit shy. She just in all she didn't look like the signing that she we thought she was going to be. But hundred percent she has been this season already in the amount of games that we've played, and I'm sure there's much more to come. I just think such a, a focal point. I think she works well with Fernie as well. I think Fernie's has got, got the ability to bring out a lot in, in all the players, which is something that you want, but especially in Mel, she just seems to have sort of taken it up a notch this season. Yeah, definitely. I think I think all of them have, which is really, which is really nice. Um, that, that keeps us, I think we were third on the table anyway. Um, yeah. But we put us level on points with Sheffield now and only one point behind Durham. Um, so, you know, we're doing well. We're doing well at the minute. We're keeping keeping it consistent. Obviously, there's a there's a handful of teams who can really, you know, get that top spot in the championship. So we knew it wasn't going to be easy, and obviously this proves it. There's there's, a, there's three of us who are on 14 points with Durham on 15. So and then Lewis a, a fifth with 11. So it's it's tight near the top. Um, but that's what you like. You want a little bit of competition. So yeah. yeah. I think the- the main thing for us as well was to beat someone at the top of the table. I think we've been really good with teams that are a little bit lower down the table in yeah. position at the moment. But obviously that loss against Leicester was um, was disappointing. And then obviously the draw against Durham on the opening day was also not what necessarily what we were expecting. But yeah. now there's, there's proof on the table, as I say, proof in the pudding that we can beat those players at the uh, players, sorry, teams at the top of the table. And I think that's something that Vicky Jackson can now tick off the list and go, right, we've shown we can do it, let's keep it up. So let's just let's just hope now there's a bit of consistency. Obviously, game against Blackburn this weekend. Yeah. Which well, I was looking at our current record this morning. It's pretty astonishing. I think we got a one three one win. And then I've actually got it written down here. A three one win. Game or the six nil game as well. Exactly, yeah. So in I've written it down. Oh, have I written it? (laughs) I don't know. But it was a six one no, three one in twenty eighteen, six one in twenty nineteen, and then eight nil in twenty twenty. So we've got a pretty good scoring record. So fingers crossed that plays to our advantage. Although Blackburn haven't been doing that badly. No, they haven't. But, yes, hopefully we can uh, pick up another three points and keep within that that top top bracket, let's say. Yeah, most definitely. Um, another, this is the main subject of the podcast, I think, now that we're going to move on to. Um, and one that's probably been on the minds of um, a lot of women's football fans, you know, since the announcement of lockdown and whatnot. Um Obviously, girls' academies were, were were told to close due to lockdown restrictions and you know not meeting the elite status level that um, some of the, the the male academies do. Um, obviously, there was a bit of of backlash surrounding that, simply due to the fact that like you know the female academies closed, but the male academies were able to play on. Obviously, the men's FA Cup's going ahead, but our women's FA Cup was you know come to a halt and whatnot. Um, a lot of people gave their opinion on the matter. A lot of former players, a lot of current players, obviously fans and like, like us in general. But um, what was your initial thoughts when obviously lockdown was going to happen? 
immediately for me, I was like, oh, is that mean the, the football's going to stop altogether? But obviously, well, that continues. Obviously, our teams meet elite levels and whatnot. But if I was a if I was a, a player in an academy who was, you know, playing. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. For a for a Liverpool or a Blackburn or a Brighton, but I wasn't able to continue to play. But yeah, one of my male counterparts, where I'd feel a bit hard done by there, to be honest. Yeah, I would too. Uh... It's uh, we always say this, but it'd be nice to see the decision behind that. Obviously, they say do not meet necessary elite protocols. Well, what does that mean exactly? Tell me what those protocols are, and then maybe we all have a better understanding of it. Um, but I, I, I sort of I agree with you. Like, if you are at the same level and tier in the academy as someone of the male gender and they can still go ahead and you can't, it's it's a bit strange. And I know we all know that the academies and the men's team are funded well and probably the academies and women's team are heavily underfunded. That could have something to do with it. Yeah. But there seems to have been a giant U-turn now so they, they they can reopen if they do meet it. So it's 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 super strange. But I think as a as a as obviously we've been in this world of women's football for quite a long time now if if I was a young girl and seen that I would be like well that's not fair like what's the point it's super super demoralizing um and I think that the sooner people start to realize that 
that women's football means something to people and it's such an escape for people not just physically but mentally as well um they'll be able to see how much that that decision should have that should have been overturned and should never have been made in the first place yeah and you know obviously it's not like it's not just the academy it's obviously the whole football grassroots level anyway and yeah. you obviously touched on like mental well-being there like that's the biggest thing you know lockdown now is completely different to lockdown in in march april may time you know obviously it's dark here by half five five p.m you know yeah that's that's difficult for a lot of people especially if if you're now working from home or maybe you're on furlough or you know for the kids who are just going to school and then coming home and not being able to go out with the friends and be able to do what they want to do for going to that football training for two hours of a night twice two or three times a week was their escapism and their time to be with be with their friends of an evening and just be active and you know learn, learn new things but now they can't do that and it was it Manchester United manager Casey Stoney touched on it as well when she gave her comments um she said you know for me they are at least it should be based on contract hours and the amount they train rather than whether you're on a contract or not. It means that our players have another four weeks out of the game. It means their mental well-being is being affected. I think that's the big thing because it's not even a it's not even a week that we've been in lockdown. And obviously you're working from home, so you're getting no escape between home and work. Obviously, my job, I still go to work, but then I'm coming home and just sitting sitting in of an evening and thinking, well. Is this just the new, this is just our life now for the next four weeks? It's just work home, work home, work home. And, you know, I think you can speak for someone who works from home. I'd find it hard to find a balance between my working hours and my free time, especially when even like we touched on this before we started filming, like you were saying, oh, you you found yourself going to bed later than what you you normally would because you're trying to catch up on, you know, speaking to friends or going through social media or like watching a film or watching a program that you wanted to watch because mm. you you find it hard to find a balance between your working hours and your social hours. Yeah, it's it's really difficult. And as someone who hasn't really worked full time before, I think it's been even harder because you don't know what it feels like. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is 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 being disciplined, like. I what I tend to do every single day is I get up have my breakfast I get up early enough to be able to at least have breakfast I don't eat breakfast at my desk I eat it downstairs so it's like it's it's being it, it's 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 kind of saying okay I eat downstairs but this is now my office I like come up to my office like you would commute to work and then at lunchtime always take an hour um which is what I'm contracted to I know other people are contracted less than that but that's what I'm on every day I go for a walk split it up I get out of the house and then it's like you go back to work into the office after you know what I mean so it's doing that but for a lot of people they can't do that if their job's slightly more demanding or they have they have meetings from different countries time zones things like that yeah but I think for a lot of for a lot of people even even in academies they they get home from school and then they look forward to going to training at like six o'clock at night so they have a bit of time to do homework a bit of time to do rest and then go back out again but it is like you do sort of just sit about and 
it's it, it's really different, especially now gyms have closed as well. That's another thing that sort of intertwines with it because a lot of people find a lot of lot of release in, in gyms. I'm quite lucky that I can do my gyms every day from home because I've got a space that allows me to do that, but a lot of people don't. So it's another thing, and I, I don't know whether that's that's the, the 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 issue. I just I think the issue is more the fact that men were allowed to carry on and women weren't allowed to carry on. I think that's where the agreements sort of come from I think if from the beginning uh, if they'd said every academy regardless of age gender blah 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 is closed I think there'd still be a lot of people upset about it but I think you'd feel less discriminated against by it um so it's it's super it's it's super difficult and it, it because it's such unprecedented circumstances no one knows how to deal with the situation so obviously mistakes are going to be made but a mistake like this, I don't think, I don't think as, as the world is so on its edge at the moment anyways, it's just asking for trouble really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Badness Sue Campbell, you know, obviously you had her, her say on it. Um, I think she spoke with the Telegraph about it, um, that they're trying to work on a solution to get Girls Academies back up and running. Um, Obviously, she, she says that they've taken, spoken to academies, talked through the elite protocols and said, if you feel you can meet these, you can open. But she said, in reality, there's going to be very few of them that are going to do that just because of, you know, circumstances and, mm. and, and what's available to them. Obviously, if you can, if you compare a, a, a female academy to a men's academy, it's going to be a lot different. It's going to be less staff. It's going to be a, there's going to be less money available. I think the big thing is obviously testing. Obviously, regular testing for for players. You know, if you think about if you think about Liverpool women, they probably get tested on a weekly basis, maybe even twice a week. Uh, you know, I I highly doubt that academies are going to be able to fund to do that. And that's obviously the big thing is just the safety of, of of players. And, you know, but then on the other hand, you can't help but think, well, why, why not, why not give the same amount of money to a female academy as you, as, as you would do to a male academy? That's how players are made. You know, you speak to any male football and they were like, oh, this academy helped me. Give that yeah. opportunity to the, to the females, female players. And yeah. think about in ten years' time where women's football could be because of how much how much money was pumped into an academy. You know, I think if you I think once you reach eighteen, you then regard as like an as an as an as an athlete in the female game. I think eighteen and below, you still considered as like a grassroots footballer. Mm. I think I don't think it's, it's until you obviously you get like your first contract, but. You know, it's just, it's baffling to me. Like, I, I've never been in an academy. I, I didn't do that. But to me, if, if I was, you know, if that's something you're working at every day, playing a game, you're you training, that, that's what you're so focused on, but you're not considered in these moments as, as you know, as an elite club or mm. not able to follow that structure, then how's that going to make you feel? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it, as I said, it's the comparison between men and women. Obviously, the safety comes first, but it just seems a bit unjust that whole decision, decision being made. But it's, 
hopefully it's something that gets resolved and things can all open back up again. Yeah, definitely. Well, let us know your thoughts on, on that in the comments below. I'm sure people will have similar, maybe, you know, they can sh shed some light some more on it. Um, so let us know in the comments. Um, one thing I think obviously big for, for Liverpool fans is, is the men's team. We've obviously left Melwood now. That chapter is, is closed. A new one's happening with, with the new KB training facility. But I think the big thing on all of the, the Liverpool women's supporters' minds is when are we going to see our team in that training facility? When are we going to see the women's team there? Um, obviously, there was a big thing about that when it was the plans were first announced and, you know, the women weren't part of the plans. It's come out, obviously, that this year that, you know, they are going to be part of the plans. That is going to be something. It's just a case of when and when the time is right and, yeah, how it's going to happen. Um, yeah. Now that, like... Now that the, that the men's team have, have moved to Kirby, it's it's done now. You, it's almost a case of, well, I want my women's team there as well. Like I want to see yeah. them going in that building. I want to see them being able to train there and be be integrated. You know, the big thing for 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 the men's side is to have like the the first team and the academy as one. Well, mm. for for you know, for as much as we go on about we're one club, one team. Let's have the men's, the academies, both men and women's, and our women's first team as well. Because yeah. the difference that could make to our team as well, if we have our available facilities for our women's academies as well as our women's first team. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think it's, it's nice to know that there's obviously discussions going on and it's not been completely shut off, but I definitely think it's got something to do with the whole Prenton Park situation and the fact that we're still contracted with them until the end of this season. Maybe we're sort of waiting for that to, to, be, to run out before we make any decisions or whatever that sort of stance is. Um, but I think the, the, the benefits that the women's team would get from being around the first team and the academy for that matter would be amazing just the sharing of experiences like the even having something as if Jordan Henderson saying hello or just 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 getting to to know you and uh giving you any advice and things like that um as someone who probably a lot of players do look up to in our in our Liverpool team because obviously a lot of them are Liverpool fans so I think it'd mean quite a lot to them to to do that um and be regularly around that atmosphere and the, the, that that mentality so it's it's definitely something that I Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Think. If it doesn't go ahead, it's a massively missed opportunity from yeah. um, Liverpool. Um, but it, it, it all it does sound positive. I think that's what we all need to remember. Yeah. It's, it's in the works and nothing has to be made now because we can't move now anyways. Um, so fingers crossed in the next few months we'll hear at least something. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think, I think this is our final season in, in the contract with Pretton Park and Tramia Rovers to be able to use their facilities and obviously great facilities available for us there but I think it's just the whole thing of of us just wanting it's not to Liverpool is it it's not yeah. yeah we just want to be involved with with the whole the whole thing of it do you know what I mean we want to be a one club and like I'd be absolutely, absolutely buzzing to see pictures of you know Jürgen Klopp and Vicky Jepson you know just having a little chat at the training round one morning do you know yeah. like yeah. Just, just, just little things like that can make such a huge difference, and I think, I think it's gonna come. I think it will. I think I genuinely do believe that next season that's gonna be our training facility. Like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? Um, obviously, depending on circumstances, we don't know, but you know, it, it seems like it, it is going that way. But yeah, it's we'll just, just have to see what happens. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, sh- should we wrap it up there? We've been we've been waffling on for, for a while. We have. <laughs> Don't want to bore you too much. I'm absolutely starving. Yeah. It's, starving. You have to get back to work soon, so. I know. I know. But yeah, um, thank you very much for watching. Remember to let us know all your thoughts in the comment section below. Um, subscribe to the channel, I think. I think more than 50% of yous aren't subscribed who watch. So please please subscribe to the channel. We absolutely buzz off every time we get a new subscriber. Um, so yeah. Road to, road to 2K. Road to 2K is fully on, on, on the way. Hashtag, so, hashtag road to 2K. Hashtag road to, yeah, exactly. So yeah, but thank you very much for watching. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you all very soon with a new video. Bye. Bye.